episode 2567 of No BS Job Search Advice Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Alden, the big game hunter, and welcome to today, today, today. I'm feeling happy, what can I say? And today's show is about warning signs of a toxic work environment. And it's 13 of them that I covered today that you can look for when you're interviewing at organizations. Hope you don't run into this, but if you do, you've got some things to look out for. And we'll be back in just one moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Jeff Alpin, the big game hunter, and people hire me for no BS career advice globally. That can involve a job search, hiring more effectively, managing and leading better, help with a workplace issue or a career transition, really anything that relates to the life cycle of you and your career. A while back, I did a video about signals or warning signs that you may be stepping into a toxic work environment. And there were things I didn't cover in that video that I want to do here. I'll have a link to it in the show notes so you can cover those points. But for today, I'm going to bring up 13 more. And the first one is, did they reschedule your interview multiple times? And are they doing it like at 4 a.m., 1 a.m., 11 p.m. This is what they're going to be like once you're on board. They're going to send you messages and expect responses quickly in the middle of the night. And just recognize they're supposed to be on good behavior. But needing to reschedule multiple times may indicate that they lack resources, they're overworked and overwhelmed, and um, They're communicating when they can, which is at ridiculous hours of the day or night. So recognize that as one possibility. The second thing is look at turnover or change in their organization. How many people are transitioning out of the organization and how long are are they lasting? Remember, LinkedIn is a great tool for that, but I also want you to ask, Don't hesitate to ask what happened to your predecessor. And when they say, oh, they left for a better opportunity, remember, one of the things that may have made that a better opportunity was working for this person. Anyone would be better for this person than this working for this person. So ask about the size, the dynamics, uh, what others have said about the role after they leave. Find these people on LinkedIn because you can do that. Third thing I'll bring up is when you're having an interview, There tends to be one person who dominates the conversation, 
particularly about some of the tough questions, whether you're on camera or in person, they seem to be looking to this one person to answer the tough questions. So recognize who's dominating the room and whether or not people feel inhibited to speak in their presence. Because if that happens, this is the person who may be your biggest headache once you're on board. Next is you're getting different information from different people about the work environment, your role, and the demands that are going to be placed upon you. Years ago, when I still did recruiting, I had someone flown in for a senior position with a Midwestern bank, and of the three people he met with, two of them represented different constituencies that he'd be working with, and they had completely opposite views of what the role would be. And he came back to me and said, how do I work in this environment where they are not on the same page about what they're going to want or expect from me? And they're both very clear. You have to serve me. So I can't take this job and recognize that if that happens to you, they've got to sort it out. You can't fix it for them as an outsider stepping in. This battle has been going on for a long time. Next is the disengaged interviewer like they're on their phone the entire time without explanation. And I say without explanation because sometimes, you know, if they tell you, we've been having technical issues and I'm just getting texts from people that are giving me status updates that I need to monitor, I apologize. And they're looking you square in the eye as they're speaking. Uh, but at some point, if it happens too frequently, you have the ability to say, would this be better if we picked up at another time or had this conversation on another occasion? Because I understand if I were in your shoes, I'd want to monitor this. And if they try and push through and they're still on their phone, that's a signal sometimes. Next is the lack of diversity in the environment. So look at the people on your calendar. Are they all of one group, one age, one ethnicity? And recognize that the impact of that can be, and this is the next thing, lack of a career path for someone who's different. You know, and this is not just simply about old white guys like me, but it could be about people of any ethnic group, any gender, any specific organization where one group tends to dominate. Sometimes they look out for their own, and thus you have to go on LinkedIn and take a look at the patterns there and see how it plays out. Next is a negative or aggressive body language. Do they do the thing about the crossed arms? They avoid eye contact. They seem to have a tense posture. And this can all signal you know, a difficult environment to work in, as would making insensitive or inappropriate con uh, comments or being disrespectful of people or having a dismissive attitude toward people. Next is the lack of transparency. If the interviewer is vague or evasive about policies and culture, let alone about the position, this could be a problem for you later on. Uh, recently, I had someone interview for a C-suite position, and he was in a, a situation where he was meeting with someone who was screening for the role to whom he might ultimately report. And when he asked about role responsibilities and expectations, he was greeted with, we'll get to that if we're interested. Excuse me? Like, you want me to be a chief for a role and you're not willing to tell me about the job so I can do my homework? Give me a break. 
Another signal is they speak poorly of their colleagues or management. And if they're constantly complaining about their superiors, it could indicate they have no authority to really affect things. They're getting dictated to, and that's going to get passed down to you. They're dismissive about any concerns you have about the corporate culture. And I raise this because there's so much information available online. And sometimes if you ask about it, it's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff online. You know, talks about such and such as being an issue that drives people out the door. And then they flip it to you and say, well, I don't see it that way. Is this a problem for you? And you need to respond by saying, I don't know yet. I'm trying to ask you about it because this is something that's an obvious red flag to anyone who would read it. Talk to me about it. And they seem to dismiss your concerns. Well, that's a signal of a problem. They seem stressed miserable, they're overly critical or negative. Who wants to work for someone like that? And the last point I'm going to raise is they're pressuring you. You have an offer. They want to have a decision on the spot or within what, 24 hours. You're not being allowed to think about it. There's a message in that. And they can come up with an excuse like, we've got someone else who's interested and we don't want to lose them. So we want to have a decision within 24 hours from you. Well, I understand that. And this is a decision that's going to affect me, my family, for the next ooh, three to five years of our lives. So I want to make sure I'm making a good choice and circle back to you with questions I have. Give me a little time. If they're unwilling to do that, recognize that's a signal for you that there could be a problem in the organization. So those are a few things I want to raise with you. I hope you found this helpful. If you did and you're watching on YouTube, share it, leave a comment, click the like button, do something that lets people know it was worthwhile. Also, I'll mention to you, visit my website, thebiggamehunter.us. There you can schedule time for a paid coaching session with me. If you want to evaluate me further, you can schedule time for a free discovery call because I want to help you. There's also my blog, which has thousands of posts there that you can watch, listen to, or read that will help you. Also, I've got information about my books and guides. Again, a lot there to help. Lastly, connect with me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash The Big Game Hunter. Have a terrific day, and most importantly, be great.